Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Bite-Sized Cybercrime, the podcast where we discuss cybercrimes and cybersecurity incidents that have made it to the news. This week, we're going to be discussing a newer social engineering campaign that pushes Qbot malware in the form of Microsoft OneNote files, which is strikingly similar to phishing campaigns that previously exploited macros in other types of Microsoft Office files. We'll get into what all of that means pretty soon, but... First of all, I'd like to say I have a complicated relationship with OneNote. As an informal, collaborative notes app, it works fine, but I find a lot of the movements clunky, especially when you're trying to drag a text box, and the drawing feature is also not very smooth. And one time it deleted all my college homework, and no matter how much googling I did, it was completely unrecoverable, and I had to restart the 25 pages of assignments. Before you send me a message asking if I tried X thing, the answer is yes, I did try that. And also, I definitely do not need those notes anymore, even if I could recover them. I promise, I'm not still mad about this. A lot of people do enjoy OneNote for its ability to share and organize notes, and I've come around to tolerate it more recently, as I've used it to create and share a lot of documentation. However, it has become a new vector for phishing in a similar way that macros had been before it. For a bit of background, in July of 2022, Microsoft blocked macros by default to prevent the spread of malware through Office documents. But what is a macro? A macro is a piece of code embedded in a document that can run tasks automatically, and, well, it can be easily exploited to run malware on your device if you download a shady document from an email and open it up in Word. A lot of famous email worms have been spread using the power of macros the most well-known example being the Melissa virus. And fun fact about the Melissa virus, I actually overhauled most of its Wikipedia page. I was originally going to make an episode on the Melissa virus, but decided against it because it ended up being wildly inappropriate. But to make it simple, that virus used a macro in Microsoft Word that would read the first 50 people in your address book and send itself to those 50 people. Most of the real damage the virus did was in slowing down email servers massively. But this isn't the goal of the QBot malware. Blocking macros by default in Office apps did prevent most people from becoming a victim to this type of attack, but you can still enable them on documents, so it's not exactly foolproof. And although something like the Melissa virus likely won't ever exist again, OneNote is vulnerable to an exploit kind of similar to macros, but it's not really using macros, at least not natively, as a OneNote feature. Let me just explain. In a OneNote file, you can embed other files of virtually any type, including VBS, or Virtual Basic Script Files. A VBS script is a scripting language developed by Microsoft that can be used to make tools for managing computers. But, like any other scripting tool, they can also be used for harm if created to do so. Unlike in the case of the Melissa virus we just discussed, the scripts embedded in OneNote files aren't going to automatically run when you open it, but people can be tricked into running them. The method used in this campaign is making a fake button that says double-click to view file over a blurred image of the file you allegedly need to open. However, instead of opening said file, it runs a script. And in this case, that script downloads malware onto your device. Now, this does generate a warning about the risks of running unknown attachments, but users may and often do ignore this warning. QBot's operators began experimenting with this tactic of malware delivery since January 1st of 2023, and used an HTML application that downloads malware onto your device and can execute it. 
To get a bit more technical, a legitimate application called curl.exe is used to download a DLL file which contains the malware. A DLL file is also a type of legitimate file that exists on your computer. It stands for a dynamic link library, and it holds code and procedures for Windows programs. They're made to carry out specific functions of an application you have. In this specific case, though, that application is malware. The payload, or the actual malicious part of the malware, the part that causes the attack itself, injects itself into atbroker.exe, which is a normally benign process called Windows Assistive Technology Manager Utility, in order to hide itself from detection by Windows. If you're interested in reading a more technical write-up and analysis on the malware, I've included that in the first two links of my source's pastebin paste. Those links also include information on signs to look for if you feel as though you may have been infected. But what exactly is the Qbot malware? What specifically is being run on your machine if you become a victim to this campaign? It's actually a rather old malware. It's a banking trojan that was first found in 2007, but despite its age, it can still be quite dangerous, as it's evolved over the years to evade defenses that have been developed against it. A Trojan is malware that is installed on your machine that you believe to be legitimate software, and this one targets banking information like credentials for bank accounts. Qbot can collect information about you, steal your credentials, try to guess your password, and even spread through your network and infect other people. Qbot has also been spread in many different ways. As I said before, it was a Trojan, so it has been spread through applications that appear to be legitimate. It can even be found in modern-day mobile applications. And as I mentioned macros earlier, it has also been spread using malicious macros in Word documents. So, yes, trying to view an obscured image in a OneNote file could lead to your bank information being stolen, or someone else's on your network. So, how can you prevent this malware? If you've listened to me talk about phishing before, I'll sound like a broken record. Don't click on any links in emails or in OneNote documents. If you get an email from someone with a OneNote document that has a button that says, Hey, click me! Don't click the button, and it doesn't matter if it's someone you know or not. Because like we said with Melissa, that virus was able to use macros to look up people in the address book and send itself. We've not seen that happen yet with this specific campaign, although it is possible. If it was sent from someone you know, verify that they meant to send it. And if it's from someone you don't know, get rid of it. There are very few critically important OneNote documents you need to open, and they're just going to open. They're not going to have a special button you need to click to view the image. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Bite-Sized Cybercrime. And another thanks to Sophos, Blippi Computer, ZDNet, and Slicer.gov for information regarding the QBot malware, as well as this specific campaign. My name is Chloe Tonis, and until next time, don't click on weird buttons and OneNote files, and stay secure.